0: Morning. Good morning. Hey, good to see everyone on. Hey, good morning, Brendan, Margaret. Hey, Heather. Long time no chat, babe. Good to see you on this morning. We should catch up. Plenty to chat about. Hey, good morning, uh, Nikhil and James and Abdul and Graham and Andrew. Hey, morning, mate. Hey, good to see you guys. Hopefully, you're all awesome and well wherever you are. It's been bucketing down with rain. Bucketing down, crazy wet. <laughs> crazy wet. Do you know that's uh good for the ducks good for the grass i suppose good for the dams all that sort of stuff um hey listen while things are warming up i'll do the quick intros as i do hopefully the audio's working um hey morning roy jason Witten's my name down there if you don't already know if you're new and you're popping by if you're new and let us know where you're where you're dialing in from you might be new to the mentoring program you might be new to our, our coaching team uh you might be just accidentally finding us, dropping by. If you're new to one of our groups, um, then uh, say hello, give us a shout-out, tell us where you're dialing in from. You're good for the leeches. <laughs> Jesse, yeah, you're dead right. Hey, I took, my, I took my wife and her sister canyoning one day, one day, up in the Blue Mountains. I don't know if anyone knows, canyoning, and we had to walk through a, quite a wet area. The leeches were insane, just piled in on us, and uh, the ladies stood there screaming while I had to uh, get the salt out and get all the uh, leeches off. And By the time I'd uh, administered that on the ladies, cleaned them up of the leeches, I looked back on my legs and I had about 20 just latched onto me. Uh, I got rid of them and half of them I nearly bled to death. <laughs> I was bleeding for the rest of the trip. Anyway, a quick aside, a quick aside, leeches, a quick chat about leeches. Good chat, Jesse. <laughs> hey, good morning, Elise. Uh Alexis, good morning to you. All the way from Tassie, huh? Vandemer's Land. Um, South Australia, Sean, good morning, mate. Kylie, Allison, you're in. Everyone's in the house. Hey, good to see you a bunch on this morning. I thought, um, you know, the good old interest rates are topical right now, right? You know, it's interesting to to sort of see out there the banks beating the beating the drum. You know, the only uh it's interesting when um the The media beat up, the media beat up is, um, is fed by the banks and their economists come out and say, hey, you know, interest rates are going to go up, you know, uh, property prices are going to go down, the bank economist. It's very self-serving uh, commentary, folks, just so you know, because the banks want you to lock your interest rates in. They want you to refinance. They want you to be afraid of what's coming um, so they can manipulate you into doing something. That That's what happens. Um, it's an interesting space when you sort of step back from it and have a little look at it as an investor and what's going on. If the bank's beating a drum, there's something in it for them, folks. Uh, they don't do that out of the goodness of their heart, I can tell you. They want to manipulate um, uh, you as a consumer to do something that suits them. Just so you know. Now that's pretty well what everyone wants to do to be honest I'm not going to hold it against them just be go into things with your eyes wide open. So let's have a bit of a yarn this morning about why I think there's five things economic financial things that I think this interest rate rise uh when it comes I don't think is going to be substantial but um it will not affect things like the media want you to want you to want you to feel. All right well, uh, Can you see those? Um, They're a bit small, aren't they? All right, let's have a bit of a look at this. Let's have a look at a couple of things. Number one, interest rates. The interest rates, ladies and gents, the other day, the other day I did a little piece on the board uh, and I said, there's usually three questions that are important to ask yourself, okay? Um, According to who, compared to what, compared, uh, compared to what, uh, and so what? Okay, So if we apply this little bit of rationale, this little bit of financial rationale about the world of finance and the world of interest rates right now, and we say, all right, well, maybe we're uh, we're in for a bit of an interest rate rise. Interest rate rise from where to what, folks? Um, And compared to when and compared to what? You know, let me tell you that um, I had a serious conversation with a young person the other day and they were like gutted that they couldn't get it. 2.1% Two point, you know, one percent loan. They couldn't get a two point one percent loan. <laughs> what the, you know? And I'm like, gee, I remember being a little bit kind of miffed that I couldn't get a eleven percent loan, and I ended up with eleven point five percent loan. Mm-hmm. Now, fair enough. That property these days is you know a million dollars, and back then when I was trying to buy it, it was two fifty. But you know, at the end of the day, team folks. um... There's some interesting things going on economically financially that we need to know. you know the interest rates are still at record record lows record lows folks record lows now even even if the interest rates went to five percent five percent you know that is still lower than the long term average the historic long term average now, I don't think they're going to go to five percent um i you know I don't think they're going to go to, you know, above four, but let's see. But, you know, according to who? Well, the banks uh hyping this stuff up right now. Uh, be aware of why they want you to lock your interest rates in for three years because you've got so much equity, right? Locking things in, you can't get access to your equity. And when you want to get access to your equity, you have to have a break fee uh, and then they make more money out of it. It's rubbish. Don't do it. Talk to the right people, folks. Compared to when? Compared to when? Compared to two weeks ago, two years ago, 10 years ago, interest rates are still low, 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 low. Even if they go up, they're low, very low. Um, And so what? Will it affect you? Uh, As a property investor, smart property investors are already Uh, already have buffers aside, already ready to increase their rents because uh, that is what we use to soften the blow. But this is in general, you know, um, if we have a look at it. Rates have already started to go up anyway. Irrelevant of what the RBA does um, with the cash rate, the interest rates um, in some of the products have already increased. Um, Look at this, folks, you know, from 2% back up to close to 3%, the three-year fixed rate. And that's the one the banks are trying to get you on when it comes to this stuff. So the rates have, have slightly increased anyway on some of the products. It's not the end of the world, um, and it's fine. So for me, number one here, number one conversation is that interest rates, even when they go up, are still extremely low, extremely low when it comes to this stuff. Next. Which is um the affordability this is an index that um, relative to household income since nineteen ninety nine I think it was the relative uh, affordability index is still pretty damn fine all right still affordable as affordable or even lower than you know back here uh in and around these these sections here, so dollar per commitment to mortgage folks um, a dollar per commitment to mortgage there's still uh, plenty of salary plenty of affordability in the household income so number two people have still got spare cash flow they're not on the the bones of their bum okay so number two so that's a big one because it's not the 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 ability for someone to um uh someone to uh, afford to make the payment is still there, okay, as we go the next one number three we've been like a bunch of little chipmunks uh or what what what's it bower birds what what's an animal in Australia that gathers food and tucks it away for later? I don't know um what it might be, but we've been like little chipmunks um since the uh, pandemic arrived the last few years, the last two years, folks, Australians have had the highest, the highest, a minor bird, yeah, actually, yeah, they do stash stuff away, don't they, Um, the highest savings and the highest cash savings we've had uh, in over a decade, folks, you know, Aussies have been um, in there piling in um, uh, money and Cash into their savings account, into their bank accounts. We've got more money than we've had in decades, over you know a long time. So if interest rates rise, people have got a couple of bucks tucked away. Um, when it comes to comes to that, uh, I saw a a little number the other day: over thirty billion dollars, thirty billion in cash, team, uh, that Aussies have saved and tucked away in. In our, uh, in our institutions. Now, I think that's lazy money. I think you should be releasing that cash and putting it to work. But we've got, you know, again, there's money, there's cash. If interest rates go up, people have, you know, interest rates are still pretty low. The ratio of incomes to debt is still very low at all-time lows and, and decade lows. We've been squirreling cash away like a minor bird or a chipmunk, okay, number three. And number four, wage growth. People's wages are going up, okay? Um, I've had many a conversation with many people who've had their wage go up five ten, fifteen twenty grand. Um, so so there you go if if an interest rate goes up let's let's have a quick look at that. let's have a quick look at that mathematics right? I should have done this before. Let's say you've got a mortgage, you're paying a five hundred thousand dollar mortgage times that by let's call it three percent is fifteen thousand dollars a year all right. Five hundred thousand dollar mortgage, uh, times that by four uh, percent, is twenty thousand dollars a year, folks. So you know, by and large, a five grand plus some taxes, let's say seven or eight grand, seven or eight thousand dollars, uh, pay rise covers uh, a mortgage payment. Okay, so wages are growing. Let's just do that. Five hundred k. Now that was an interest only payment, by the way, folks. Um, you know, if an interest Payment goes from three, three percent to four uh, percent on a five hundred grand mortgage. That's five thousand dollars, five k for the year, um, and uh, wages. Some people are able to, um, you know, weather that storm. Also, five thousand dollars in a buffer set aside. You, as a property investor, should have buffers in place. Uh, And if you don't know what a buffer means, well, you need to find out. You need to know what buffers are. You need to know pre-tax cash flow, after-tax cash flow, uh, those sorts of things. And homeowners, if you're a homeowner um, and uh, you're not an investor yet, well, then you need to start to understand what these things mean too. So what what have we got there? We've got three. This is number four. Wages are increasing. We've got a little bit of wage growth, um, and we'll see if that stays on track It's been the sort of the weakness in the economy for a while, the Achilles heel of um, the Australian economic activity, uh, but we've got a little bit of wage growth, okay, as we're going along. And um, let's have a look at this. Household wealth. Household wealth has gone up significantly, 25% in the last two years across all of the asset classes. Uh, I, I I saw something yesterday. I should have uh, should have written it down. I think it was thirteen. Uh, I think it was. I think the average or the aggregated wealth is like thirteen trillion dollars, folks. Thirteen trillion. Get that. Thirteen trillion. Uh, and in the last six months, it was an article by um, RP Data. Aussies' wealth has increased, which includes you know, their shares and equity, land, other financial assets, super, currency and deposits, those things by a trillion dollars, by a trillion bucks. So, you know, if interest rates do go up a little bit, there's plenty of cushion in uh, in the marketplace. So let's just do a recap on that. Number one, uh, interest rates are still at all-time lows, low, okay? All-time lows. The affordability index. Is still low, um, and well within range. Uh, number three, can't remember what that one was. Oh yeah, <coughs> yeah, we've got savings and cash. By and large, Aussies have saved a bucket load of cash, an absolute truckload of cash. As we as we're going along, still got that screwed away in the bank account. Uh, wages, we've got some. Wage growth, okay, uh, happening, uh, and uh, last but not least, our wealth has increased significantly, significantly. So for me, that is a big tick in the box, folks, for um, the majority of Australians, you know, people who, um, the regular everyday Aussie, by the way, not necessarily people who've got themselves into strife or problems or can't manage their money properly, but most people by and large are in this position and it's not going to be as, you know, as as dramatic as the media wants you to, um, wants you to like, they, they're trying to scare you along with the banks to do things like locking your interest rates for three years. Uh, so then you can't unlock your equity. You can't get access to it. Uh, and, uh, You know, if you did want to do it, you have to pay break fees, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, okay? And they've already put their interest rates up, their three-year fixed interest rates up. Anyway, there you go. So hopefully that makes sense. Hopefully, you know, for me, I was just thinking about that this morning um, as we go and, um, um, yeah, we'll have a bit of a look. Alison, you know, um, is talking about a few things that are now like, you know, in the minutiae of, Of what we're doing as property investors, understanding, you know, builders and, you know, um, making sure people are going to be able to build their stuff. You know, there's a few builders who are going to be, uh, who are are going to come unstuck in the the next little bit. Queensland is an interesting place. Queensland's increase in in construction costs and labour costs has been quite significant in comparison to other places. Uh, like Sydney, and oh, Sydney's had um, a, a bit of an increase. Melbourne's been pretty steady. So, folks, you know, it's it's interesting to see as we navigate this next couple of years how we're going to land on the other side of it. So there you go. There's five reasons why interest rates, um, five fundamental financial dollar and cents reasons why the everyday Aussie is not going to be, you know, by and large, you know, living on the street because the interest rates went up a little bit, like the media wants you to believe which is bullshit and rubbish um, it's it's not too bad, so if you're not in that position, you want to get yourself organized you should start you know uh, start doing that, and if you haven't got yourself a coach, mentor or whatever, uh, you know reach out that's what we do um, and uh, we help people get themselves in position because right now we should be Taken advantage of a few markets. We've talked about that before too. But anyway, that's it from me this morning, folks. Hopefully, um, hopefully that made sense, and um, it uh, it sort of gives us a little bit of rationale check when it comes to what might be uh, you might be hearing in the media. All right, as we go. So um, uh, yeah, there you go. Alison said, you know, she's uh, she had a few things that she had to pay for, and uh, sorted it out. Had the buffer. Happy days you always got to have buffer, folks. Tell me in the chat just quickly before I finish up, per property, what's the dollar amount per property, per investment that you should have as a buffer, folks? Whack that in the chat for me just so anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about uh, remembers this one, minimum. I've got a little number. Absolutely, Andrew, anything anything that distracts you um, is just some noise, it's distraction. Keep your eye on the prize, folks. Alexis, boom. You get a you get a car, <laughs> and you get a car. Well done, uh, five grand, folks. Brent, twenty to thirty is a bit high. Uh, if it's an old property, Brent, you might want to get up to ten because old properties can be a pain in the behind when it comes to maintenance. But twenty to thirty is a bit high. Five grand per per, per property um, is uh, is spot on. Maybe a bit more if you're a little bit more conservative, uh, or your properties are older. So there you go. Anyway folks, that's it from me 8:31 now, um, one minute over time. You guys be awesome. have a, have a great day and uh, join me tomorrow. Join me tomorrow for another wealth coffee chat, the 25th. My birthday on the 26th you lot. I'm expecting a present. <laughs> uh, no, I'm kidding. All right, you guys have an awesome day. See you tomorrow, around about the same time for another wealth coffee chat. Adios team. Bye bye